Hey everyone, welcome to the New Heart Church Leadership Podcast. We believe that as you invest and listen to this message, that your life is going to move forward. So get ready for an incredible message. Also, everybody who's listening right now, we are so glad that you are listening. I um I want to talk through uh, this idea. This one is a little going to be a little longer. I would encourage you to write some notes uh, to this one um, because this is a foundational piece of the leadership and culture of our church. And so um, I uh, I had some good time putting this uh, together. I've talked about a lot of these ideas before, um, but I felt I was telling Jess this morning that I felt um, like this was a crystallization of um, a lot of time with our church. And so um, if you are listening or you're here in the room, this one's a good one uh, for our church. Um, Matthew chapter 18, verse 19 to 20. Jesus is talking, he says, I also tell you this. If two of you agree here on earth concerning anything you ask, my Father in heaven will do it for you. For where two or three gather together as my followers, I am there among them. And as I was reading that, uh, I saw something in there that I hadn't seen uh, before or maybe hasn't focused before or maybe God just illuminated uh, something to me. Um, I saw two differences in this scripture. For where two or three gather together as my followers, I am there among them. So when we gather, we get God's presence. Uh, but at the beginning, he said, I also tell you this, if two, or two of you agree here on earth concerning anything you ask, my Father in heaven will do it for you. So the difference is when we gather together, we get his presence. But when we agree, we get God's answers. So there's a difference between gathering and unifying. So so when you gather together, you get God's presence, but there's something special when you're unified. You get God's answers. God starts moving. And so it's so important as we, as a church, as we move forward, we talk about the importance of fighting for unity. That we... We are unified because you realize that when you're unified, you get God's answers. You get God's miracles. You get God's movement forward in any sphere of influence, wherever you are. This is why unity is worth fighting for. And it's not just something that you look at and say, oh, that's nice. See, every church would love to be unified. But. When you start realizing that there might be something that might be blocking some prayers, it might go back to how unified you are in the different spheres that you are in. And so um, as a church, I, 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 and I've talked about this before, but I want to go through uh, this. How do you get unity? Because unity is something we would all aspire to, but actually unity is something that's pretty tough to get in your life, or if you're around anybody, it's tough to have, um, if you're very honest. You know, you, you can say, I'm a part of this family, but are you a unified family? 
well, I don't, I don't know about that. You know what I mean? <laughs> like my grandma's crazy. You know, I'm not <laughs> unified with that thing. Uh, you know, you, you, it's you're around people in your work, but you are you unified? And you're like, <laughs> well, no, no, no. I, I, I mean, I like them, but that's about it. You know what I mean? Like, uh, like you can even say, you, I'm married. But are you unified? Like, the, the, and, and unity, when you start fighting for it, then you start realizing how tough it is to have it. So uh, let me go through these five things that um, will uh, ensure that you are unified. You do these five things, you will be unified. In any, I promise you, it, it will happen. They're very hard to do. They, they, and they're hard to fight for, and they don't stay. You have to continually fight for them. Uh, and they also are built um, from the ground up, meaning the first one needs to be the biggest one. The second one I'm going to talk about gets a little smaller, but it's built on the foundation of the first one. They keep going up. All right, so um, think of it as like a pyramid. So uh, the first one is unity has trust. Unity has trust. So how do you really trust someone? You know, like, how do you really trust someone? you you got to get to know them for you to trust them. Because when you start getting to know them, you start realizing who they are and maybe not just what they say. And you start realizing where they're coming from instead of they're attacking me. And so this is the this is why it's so important not just to have transparency, but to have vulnerability. Remember, I've kept talking about the difference of those. It's not just I want you to see me. It's that I want to get close enough to you that they're actually you actually could hurt me or I could hurt you. Vice versa, Uh, you know, even not even on 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 purpose. But we're going to get that close when you get to know somebody like that. Then I don't just know your name. I actually know you. But you only ca- if you only get to know names, you're not going to get trust in their uh, in, in understanding who this person is and understanding the motivations, how they operate, why they are like they are. When you start getting that close, then you can start saying, "Okay, maybe I can trust them." Right. Um, and 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 here's here's the thing that's hard with trust. When when you um, when you have an absence of trust, you don't have anybody who really will get to know anyone in that room, or even more importantly, really show you who I am. Because I don't trust you. And because I don't trust you, I'm not going to show you who I really am. Do you understand that there are marriages that don't have trust in them? There are, uh, I mean, yeah, you can see jobs, but there are marriages. I don't trust you, so I'm really not going to let you know who I am. Really down deep. And so in these moments, this is is where you, if you want to be unified, you first got to build trust. And, and, and the best way that I know how to start building trust 
is having vulnerability with people. So how do you have vulnerability with people? You have to be vulnerable first. Because your vulnerability will unlock theirs. So if you don't go first, then you won't be able to ever really build that trust. And I'm telling you, trust is the first building block in unity. And so you got to let people, you got to let people see your, 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 your stuff, your insecurity. You got to let people see your, uh, hey, just so you know, sometimes I, 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 I do this or sometimes I do this or sometimes I say things like this. Well, that's because I was hurt from this other thing over here. And that's why I do that. And, and, and it's hard for me to even trust you. It's hard for me to even talk about things that are real. I, I'm really good at putting on a show. But, uh, you know, that's because it, way back in the day I tried to be real one time and it blew up in my face. Those are the kind of conversations that build trust. And we all want people to be vulnerable with us. But a lot of times we don't want to be vulnerable with them. And so the truth that happens is no one's vulnerable with anybody, so no one really trusts anybody. And if you don't have trust, you will never have unity. And what do we say? We get God's answers from unity. So so if God's going to move and do some movement, we've got to trust each other. We, we, we got to build some kind of trust. All right, next one um, is this one. Uh, unity has conflict. Unity has conflict. We are bad about this as Christians because we look at unity and say, don't fight. Well, conflict is not fighting. Because we look at conflict and we think, oh, hey, hey, pipe down. You're a Christian. Don't, no, 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 no. Everybody should get along. We should be unified. And with saying that as Christians, what we're doing is we're actually defeating unity. And we are, we are putting forth a, it's a false sense of unification. Because we are saying we want everybody to be together like this and don't say anything like, well, when you have absence of conflict, then what you do is you are silencing people's voices. And when people feel like they can't say anything, then they just become drones. And then when you have drones, you really don't have people being unified. You just have people being quiet. And so this is why they say, well, I ain't really going to say what I really think. And that's why you have no unity. Because you don't have the, but you cannot have really good conflict without what? Trust. So if you don't build the first one, good luck having the second one. Because <laughs> I'll tell you, conflict without trust is real bad. That's what fights are made of. And that's why when you get into conflict and people are like, this is what you shouldn't have. Yes, 
you shouldn't have that because you don't have trust. But when you have trust, then you can have healthy conflict. And when you have healthy conflict, that's when you can start actually getting closer and you realize that healthy conflict is about the idea, not the individual. I'm going to say that again. Healthy conflict is about the idea, not the individual. When you make it personal, you have now devolved into a fight, not healthy conflict. So let me tell you how, how it looks, how it sounds when you have unhealthy conflict. You'll say stuff like this. You always fill in the blank. That's personal. That's making it about the person. That's not making it about the idea. That's making it about the person. So every marriage now uh, devolves into an unhealthy conflict because it, you always da-da-da-da-da-da. That's not going to get you anywhere. It's only going to get you into a worse fight. Jess and I... We try to have rules when we talk about conflict. And, and so I- I- even because, listen, to have a healthy, unified marriage, you got to have conflict. You have to. You have to. It is a red flag for Jess and I whenever we hear anybody say, we've never fought. I'm like, what the? What? Get ready. Get ready. Or, or break up. Because this is not going to work. And, and sometimes in church, we're like, oh, my God, they're so perfect together. Oh, my God, they never fight. Look at the Yeah, yeah. That's not real. And, and it's not unified. It's not unified. If you want unity, you got to get in here a little bit and talk about something. And it might get a little heated. But remember, it's not heated at the person. It's heated at the idea. And so this is why jobs, a lot of times, everybody's running their own way because they can't ever have any healthy conflict. And the, any kind of conflict that does happen is always about a person. It's not about the idea. And so for Jess and I, when we're having conflict, we have three rules. They're not very fancy. They're not uh, hard to understand. It's no yelling, no cussing, and no leaving. And you think, well, why are those rules? No yelling. Because what yelling is, it says, I'm going to get louder than you so you hear me. I don't have to hear you. That's what yelling does. So it, it, so you, there's no humility there. And there's no, I'm going to listen. So, so when you use that rule, no yelling, it's I'm going to hear you. And you're going to hear me. And we're going to have it. No, no cussing. You know why cu- no cussing? Because cussing, listen. That uh, you're, it's not like this ultra spiritual thing. Cussing adds spice to something that doesn't need it. Right? When when you're mad, and you and you throw and you throw the cuss in there. Now you've now now you threw now you threw a lot more paprika in there that does not need any more paprika. Like it, it's 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 too hot. It's too spicy. This is too much. We don't need it. It's already heated. It's all. It's already got spot. I don't need to throw it. And 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 when it gets to that, then it's just too much. It's too much. So so we don't we don't do it. Third, no leaving. I'm committed to working this thing out. 
So we're going to take time. We're going to take time. We're going to sit down in it. We're going to sit down in it. This is how you have healthy conflict. If you want unity. And again, what happens when you have unity? You get God's answers. He says, if you agree, I'll do it. I'll do it. And we're praying, like praying, like praying, like praying, like praying, like praying. And God says, get unified, get unified, get unified, get unified, get unified. Unified. The more unity you have, the more answers to prayer. I'm going to try to go as fast as I can these other ones because um, there's more. After this, unity has conflict. Unity has commitment. We are doing this. We are doing this. Because when you have trust, then you can have healthy conflict. When you have healthy conflict, then now that everybody's voice is heard, now I can say we and not them. Right? Now I can commit because my voice is being heard. Might not always be the way. Listen, if it always has to be your voice, that's not unity. So understand that in healthy, uh, with healthy unity, what happens is your voice is heard, not always followed, but is heard. Some of us have mixed up our voice being followed with voice being heard. Like just, I, I, your voice is heard. So now I can commit. One of the things that is like poison to my soul as we're talking with the church, sorry, this is like an extra large version, but I just want to just keep talking through. One of the things that's poison to my soul when we start talking about our church is when um, somebody says, y'all. Y'all church is uh, gross. I thought it was us. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just, and, and no, people don't do it on purpose. You know, they just, but they're like, y'all have gotten, and I'm like, no, it's not. It's us. Why aren't you feeling that yet? What's wrong? What, what's broken that, that you have not felt like we're doing this together, not us versus them? You know, and th- how gross is it when you work on a team in a job and they're like, well, they decide it. Right when I hear that, I'm like, oh, y'all ain't unified. There's no commitment. So then you got to go back. Well, is there trust? Has there been healthy conflict? And then if that's there, then we should be able to commu- we should be able to commit and say we're doing it, we're doing it, we're doing it, we're going, we're going, we're going. Because then when you get the commit the commitment, that's where you start getting this thing like we can all move together. We you've all heard that thing, that little joke saying like um, when you're talking about breakfast, eggs and bacon, like the chickens involved, but the pig is invested. Eggs. You ever heard that one before? Chicken, uh, uh, chickens involved got eggs, but the pigs invested with bacon. You know, like what I'm talking about is so many churches or businesses or families, they're always looking for involvement. We're looking for investment. And so I, I, I don't need you to be involved. I want you to be invested. I, that's where the commitment comes from. I, I want all of us to be invested, not involved. I don't need you just to, well, you know, I'll just throw in a little, little something. That, no, no, no. That's not unity. 
That is not unity. And when we don't have unity, we're not going to get the answers that God wants to give us. And so we're going to fight for unity. And as we fight for agreement, then what Jesus said is, I will answer every prayer. And we're wondering, why isn't God answering more prayers? It might be because we're not fighting for this. Because it's really difficult. And it's hard. I'm not saying it's easy. This is hard. It takes a lot of spiritual development. It takes a lot of not me and, and, and sacrifice and, and investment and all of this stuff. But then when you get this commitment, then you start having this not just involvement, but you get investment. So now you have unity that has great trust. It has great conflict. It has great commitment. And then the fourth one, unity has accountability. You allow yourself to be challenged by others going the same way. You say this. You say things like this or you hear things like this. Remember, we all said we were going to do this. Why isn't this happening? We, we all said we are going to do this. So let's make sure that we're going the same way. We said this was important in our family. We said this was important in our marriage. So we're going to keep the bar really high. Humility is a huge piece in accountability. Allow somebody to challenge you. Ain't no one going to challenge me. All of a sudden, right then, now, now you've destroyed accountability. And, you, and, and, and what happens there is um, we, uh, too many times, we, um, we put our defensive posture into being held accountable. And I'm just telling you, when you come in on the defense, it hurts keeping the bar real high in your marriage, in your family. We all know what that feels like, right, when you're defensive? Right? I mean, come on, everyone. You know, like, you know, you just feel like, you're attacking me. When did we change accountability to attacking? I'll tell you when. When you have no trust with somebody. Go back. I think you're attacking me. Well, because I don't trust you. When you trust somebody, now they're not attacking you. They're keeping you accountable. Right? Like now, now I feel, oh, I feel like you're helping me. I feel like you're helping me. But I do that because I trust you. And we've gone through some conflict together that's been healthy. And I've committed to this thing. And now you can keep me accountable. But here's, here's the thing. When, when you don't have the trust, then you can't have. And here's the thing that makes accountability so strong, so important when it comes to being unified. When you have side-by-side -side accountability, not top-down accountability. Because so many of us are so used to only having top-down accountability. The person that's leading me is the only person that can keep me accountable. 
what about the person that's walking beside you? Can, can you allow them to keep you accountable? Why, why, why would they keep me accountable? Oh, now you've just shown yourself. You've shown you you don't really want accountability. You, you want somebody to tell you what to do. You don't want an accountability partner. You want a boss. And you don't want to be, you don't want to be challenged. You want to be told. And this is what makes unity so, uh, so elusive is because we don't have enough peer accountability. We just have coach accountability. We have boss accountability. We have, right? Best teams, the ones where the coach says, oh, I don't have to say it. Players do. They keep themselves together. I just reinforce. Best teams. Best teams. Worst teams, where the coach has to come in every time. I, we've said this over and over every week. Guys, why are you not doing what I told you to do? And it just shows you. Side by side. So everybody in this room, guess who, uh, wh wh what is the most important voice in this room right now is then not me, y'all's, to each other. That's what, that's what makes, and this is how you have unity. And when you have unity, God gives answers, miracles, things that are just like, wow, what is God doing? Oh, he's, well, he's doing what he always said he was going to do. We're just doing what God asked us to do and doing these. Are the last one um, is this unity has results. The unified team win is more important than individual success. When I say results, I'm talking about the team's results. That's more important because when you don't, when you have inattention to results, now it's I'm just going to get mine, right? I'm just getting mine, and I and 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 we all know how that feels, right? Like like this 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 is what splinters a marriage. This is what kills a family. This is what kills any job and boss when like I'm just going to do my own thing y'all I'm really good y'all really suck so I'm gonna be really good and you can stay in this suck zone over here right anybody ever felt that before? okay only me all right awesome uh, and and this shows your inability to be unified and you keep thinking I'm so good why am I not seeing these amazing things is because you're not unified. And God asked us to be unified. And if you agree together, if you're unified, then I'll, I'll answer the prayer. Um, I'll, I'll use this personal. Uh, um, I heard this uh, quarterback um, who uh, had been getting just killed in the media for just being terrible. I mean, he's just terrible. I mean, he just had bad game after bad game after bad game. And media was just, I mean, just, you're, you know, da 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 just killing him. Then he had a breakout game. 
amazing game. I mean, he threw over 300 yards, four touchdowns. I mean, you're like, and I'm thinking this guy's going to shove it in everybody's face. Problem is they lost the game. So they're talking, and the media's talking, wow, did it feel so good to break out? Did it feel so good? Wow, you were just this and that, and you had this throw and this. And he's like, listen, y'all. I would rather throw for 80 yards and four picks, four interceptions, and us win than me get all of these accolades and us lose. And I thought, do you know the hell he was going through with everybody just ragging on him? And now he has a chance to be like, man, look at what I did, look what I did. And he goes back to, no, 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 it's about the team. That's the result that matters. And that is the pinnacle of unification. When it's not about you and how good you did. It is about how we did, how my marriage did, how my job is, how everybody is doing. Those are the results that matter. It is not about all of the, it, it, it's, it is honestly the most kingdom-oriented thing we do. It's when you're like, no, it's about us, the results that we collectively. And you know this is happening when every time anybody wants to say, like, oh, my gosh, you're so great, immediately they say, no, it's not us. And you go back and start pointing to everybody else. This is how you get unity. Again, when you get unity, you get God's answers. Father, we pray that, God, you would help us to be unified. Help us to look for unity in every place we can. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.